Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio. Exactly. Exactly, my friends. Welcome to the big show. So, you were spewing at the mouth uh, during the, uh, the introduction to the show about how you... Um, you had the prediction right last night. Um, can I can I start by saying congratulations, bro? I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. The game one, you're making a big stink about it on Twitter. It's not just game one, bro. No, listen, it's every game. Listen, wh- I'm well, better. I'm better at this. No, no, you're well. That <laughs> that is a joke because we're not going by how many times I was right and beat you on bets that we weren't betting lunches and stuff on it. In the beginning of the show, for it's a year. It's when the lights are on. For a year. It's when the lights are on. No, bro. it's at all times, even in the murky depths of hell. Um, so you got to admit you are like on in a, in a savage yeah. drought. Again. What are you talking about? You've, you've won three and lost one and then won another one. So what? Three. I've won 26 in a row before that. How dare you? Look at, I'm looking at former, um, tweets of mine. You see that one? <laughs> it's mole sauce. Yeah. Mole. Um, you know, I gotta say though, watching the game, how, is Ryan the guy? I mean, I mean, you know, I want to believe in him, but is he like another Danny White, you know, with Dallas that he can take him to the playoffs, but he just can't win it? I mean, I mean, he put he threw two balls to the wrong side of receivers, one to Julio Jones in the in, in the third quarter. He was so wide open, and he missed him. You, you can't at that level when you're playing the world champs miss that pass. You can't. And at the end of the game ended, it came down to the last play of the game. He threw that ball lousy. They were horrible in the red zone last night. Like the same thing happened to them when they played them in the playoffs. uh, And I got another question for you. Was that game unwatchable for for all but the last three minutes of the game? Five minutes, maybe. I don't mind it a was, defensive struggle. I don't mind a game that you know that that good defense is being played. I have to say, I, 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 I actually kind of you know I don't want them to light it up and score forty eight points because that means the defense was terrible. Are they going to call the Philly Philly every game now? Like, is it is it their is it their let it be for, uh, <laughs> for like Paul McCartney's got to do Hey Jude or something? They got to they got to oh, play Lord. the Philly Philly. I, I I don't know. I, I I thought it was terrible football. The whole game, I thought the penalties were ridiculous. There's a thousand flags thrown in that game. It was unwatchable. Yeah, it was 16 for, penalties in the first half. It was really bad. It was unwatchable. But but I got that's uh, not, not it's not the debut the NFL needed last night. But the, the ending was great. So what I took away from it more though was was the Ryan just didn't. Ryan God. was 21 of 43, 251 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. But he, but but it, that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you have a receiver in the NFL and you've been playing with the guy for years, multiple seasons. You know, it's it's like let's put it in New York terms. If Beckham does a double move and he's open, 
and and you and Eli misses him, you don't get that many opportunities to do that against the world champion team. He had two. He missed both. Both. And one of them, I'm talking, he was a body length in front of him. I mean, he was really open for, for, by NFL standards. And he missed him. And yeah. I, I just don't see it. I can't, I can't see how you can do that. I think you're going to start to hear murmurings in Atlanta if this continues even one more game of, is Ryan the guy? He, is he the guy? It's, uh, can he take him to the next level? It's going to be a long year if uh, he continues to play that way, but he's also not going to be facing Philadelphia's defense. No, he's not. So. He's not. But but I don't know what – so translate that for me because he's facing Philadelphia's defense. Did that kind of pressure uh, and, and because who it was force him to miss guys with good protection when, when they're wide open? You, you get antsy. You get hit a few times. It's just their, It's all their first games back. There's rust. There's, you know, it's – Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to put the whole season on it. Was it a terrible offensive game for Matt Ryan? Yes, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to make him retire immediately because of that game alone. So we'll see how mm. he is in a couple weeks. I don't know, man. I'm getting very worried. I'm getting very worried. I really am about Atlanta. This was their shot. <laughs> the window is closing. Is You've been studying up on Atlanta, bro. Yeah. You, you yeah. Really... yeah. Can't you tell? I took him. This is the longest we've talked football, plus and we're wood. talking Atlanta. <laughs> well, you know, so so in saying that, we're getting ready to do. What? Who's your favorite game this week coming up? Week one, we've got one out. Well, Bills that, Ravens. That's your big game. No. Who are you taking the Bills Ravens game? Bills are first in the AFC right now, my friend. <laughs> tied for first. They are, they are completely undefeated. They are tied for they first. Are, <laughs> they have not They haven't given up a first down. They so are you yet. asking me what's the game I want to watch or which game do I think is a well, sure lock bet? Okay, let's go with both of those. Tell me. Uh, I would what's the game you want to watch first? The game I want to watch probably this week would be uh, Cowboys-Panthers. Both teams got a lot of... Question marks. I would. Uh, I would. I would want to watch that game. Why do you want to watch that game so bad? I, I don't know. It's the two good teams playing each other. That's a. That's a game. <laughs> I would want to watch out of all the matchups that day. I'm like. I'm not gonna break down. Do you think? Like the, I live in Syracuse. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not capable of. Okay, I want to ask you a question. Do you think the Carolina or Dallas are going to be in the playoff picture in the last week of the season? Uh, Carolina probably. Yes, I would put Carolina will be in the talks. Yes. Wow. Uh, wow. But his most surefire bet would be probably. Why am I not finding it? Josh's game, Ravens Bills. I would take the, the Ravens to win that game, no matter the point spread. So. Yeah, I think I think you got to jump on the Raven bandwagon there too, because I think we're looking at um, you know. I th- I think it's going to be really bad for Buffalo and for Peterman if he gets beat up really bad because re- remember his last time he's he went under center he threw five interceptions I think in the first half so is he got the is he tied for the all time record for a half think, uh, it's got to be I think he is I think he tied the record I think there was somebody else that came out and did that uh, five interceptions but but in but, one half. Bills Ravens spread is eight right now. Bills underdogs. It's so up to eight. Yeah, I would take I would take the Ravens 
I think they're going by at least two touchdowns. I got the Ravens minus seven. seven. I like it. Josh, what is your big feeling over there? You've been very quiet. I don't know anything you're attached What did you watch about? last night? Me? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you watch you? a game or did you no, watch? No, like... he didn't watch football. Me? <laughs> Nothing? No. What did you watch? I watched videos on YouTube. No. Like, like what? I don't know. Just different... <laughs> Corn maze corn. videos. And What's a corn maze video? Released like? a new corn maze. I was last night. Usually, I'm prepping for my <clears throat> the, the show the next day, but I'm watching not sports. But I got I got to know because maybe I'm just not in touch with what goes on in the real world. No, you're way more. What's in a touch corn than maze video? You know what a corn maze is? It's the thing you walk through and get lost. So and, you, yeah. a guy puts a GoPro on his head and walks through a corn maze. No, it was a big reveal. It was like the aerial drone shot of this corn maze. <laughs> That's. Ex- <laughs> What in the F is going on in your life? Wait, 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 I'm trying to, so you're in the corn, are you in the corn maze and then the aerial re, re, reveal? No, no, the, no. It's, it was the reveal of, uh, of, of new corn mazes around oh, the country. Oh, I see. So they, they lift off a But that's you're looking at corn. Yeah, like, but it's the big corn maze. It's the corn it's mazes. Fall, it's, man. Like, it's like you get up there with that camera shot and you look down and go, Wow, then that's a corn maze. But that's like, like, Am I wrong? He's right. Or are you looking at that going, now that's a corn maze? Like there's one in New Jersey that like pays tribute to Thomas Edison. <laughs> How? Uh, you see a light bulb? I'll show you. I'm going to show you the video. Face? I don't want to see it so bad. Is it a crop circle like an alien made it? No. It's a corn maze. <laughs> I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to show you right now what's get going on. How you get involved in this? Right there. Look at this. Look at that corn maze! It's one of the greatest corn mazes ever made. It's the Stony Hill Farm down in New Jersey, and it's a Thomas Edison corn maze. Look at that. Yeah. The theme is Age of Edison. It's got light but it's bulbs. Just, Look at that guy! It's just corn. But it's a maze! It's like look It's at, a maze maze. Do you know do you know what it is? You're looking at like a, a place setting at IHOP for children. <laughs> You're yeah, looking like at a maze. I like them. Now, I thought the idea, I think I've been to a corn maze a couple times with the kids. I thought the idea of it was to go out there and, and you get lost. You keep getting yeah, stuck. Oh, no, no, no. You have to study the corn mazes. I, some of you more amateur corn maze enthusiasts may just go out there <laughs> without studying your corn mazes, but not me. So, I try to see the aerial shots and the maps. So you want to go and cheat. No, cheating. No, no, no. I'm but figuring out the course. It's like if you look at a golf course and you say, all right, there's a dog leg on that one. I want to know where I'm But that's not what a maze is, you dummy. A maze is to find it's it to while find you're in way. there. They the put, whole point of it is, is to, not to see go it. in the entry and not see it. That's why they made them. But what if you're doing, okay, if you're doing a maze on a piece of paper, you can see the whole thing in front of you, can you but not? But you don't get to study it beforehand. Right, but you don't get to study. Here's, here's the point. So, <laughs> it's life or death so, out there. So you drive up. And you go, oh, look, the corn maze. Yeah. And then, okay, kids, let's go. You go left here, Daddy. No, you can go right here. But And you figure out when you go to a dead end, oh, we should have made the last left. You backtrack. Because you're amateurs. No. That's the reason you why they make the maze. You study the map before you go in. You go, all right, not right now. I think we're at in the bottom right corner of the maze. It's not a memorization game. It's a that's game. That's not of, how you do that's it. That's not how you who do it Who taught you this? Yeah, who taught this you this? This is how you handle corn mazes. No. You no. try to no. find your way out using any means pro- possible. And if a, You're cheating. I am not cheating. Yeah, I'm looking at the map. Cheater. Then why would they put the map up if, I'm not, if that's cheating? 
It's preparing yourself for once you get into battle. So you're going to a maze and you already know how to get through it when no, you get there. No, that is no, stupid. you don't. No, you don't. You don't know how to get through it, but you know ex what the shape of it is, what the design <laughs> may be. So do you think they give the rats like a map before they put They're the They're rats. I'm an advanced being. Barely, but I'm advanced. <laughs> I can't believe you're cheating at corn. I'm not are you're cheating. You're cheating at corn mazes. It's not cheating. Are you taking you the are. kids this year? We go every year. We got a couple that we go to. You, we'll hit up. You're gonna go out two days before you bring the kids and take aerial shots with the. Drone? I already know the. I already know this map. I already know what this year's map is. It's <laughs> not fun. That's not. A, that's not how. Have mazes. you ever been in a corn maze? I've done mazes before. You don't get. But to, have you been in a in a corn maze? No, but you don't get to. Then cheat. you don't know. You have no no leg to stand on. They're terrifying. You're in there and you can't see your way out. It's terrifying. You need to have some kind of bearing in your head. And if you got to use your phone as GPS coordinates and you got to kind of oh walk your way through. God. <laughs> That's not even fun. That's so fun. It's like you're you're like it's no, like you're in a giant you're taking, video game. You're, you're you're taking the whole purpose of it out. Yeah. Do you bring breadcrumbs with you in case you get lost? Uh, no, but... Corn mazes appear in many different designs. Some mazes are even created to tell stories to portray a particular theme. Most have a path which goes all around the whole pattern, either to the end or the middle, or to come back out again with various false trails diverging from the main path. In the United Kingdom, they are, they are known as maze mazes. The whole reason why you have is to divert you off is because you have to find it. That's the corn maze I'm going in this year. It's a pumpkin with the word vote in it. Oh, everybody's in All right, a let's social go to, let's, justice warrior. Yeah, even the corn mazes. <laughs> this is, next thing you know... You ask me what I do, this is what you get. Next thing you know, Putin is going to be responsible for leaking I, the maze information. Can I just go to a maze? Can we just go to a break, please? <laughs> This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. We're just coming mm, back in hot. We're coming right back in hot. Come back in hot. We got something uh, really special planned for the bottom of the hour that we... Uh, we got something brewing. We got to stay on schedule here. But first and foremost, can we please welcome back the lovely Robin. Hi. Robin, Robin. everybody. You are so Florida that it is 72 degrees out and you've got a big winter coat on. <laughs> it was very cold here this morning. <laughs> she comes home and she's florided out. I know. Look at her. She's got layers on. I'm wearing shorts over here. She's like uh, uh, JJ Walker's mother. Was that Florida? Come on, Florida. <laughs> I'm going to see you, Florida. <laughs> I'm going home to the big one, Florida. Uh, so I don't have time to do a so what right now because we got to stay on schedule. But yeah, the one I wanted to throw at you was that uh, Le'Veon Bell is guaranteed $825,000 if he shows up to practice or camp on Saturday. Do you think he shows for this weekend or no? There's no question he's going to be there and he's going to play. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, I think if he lets it go, I, I, I'll tell you, I bet you by the end of today. Mm -hmm. So wait, let's think about that for a minute. Yeah, he'll be there today because... A, he wants to get some snaps. He wants to play with the first unit. I think he's going to play in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but more importantly, if they were not to play well against Cleveland or he could have been part of of them losing a game to mm -hmm. Cleveland, mm -hmm. you're talking about affecting the way all of his teammates get paid. And there's a lot of incentive-driven, you know, per win, 
per touchdown, per this, per that. He affects how the wide receivers do because of the threat of having him in the backfield. You know, so a lot of people get affected by his not being there. Um, I would not want to be him if he doesn't show up for this game. Why? I would not. Well, going into a locker room where you're not, this is different than, than in college or the pros where guys can smack you in the helmet and say, come on, Joe, you know, let's do it. Blah, blah. This is professional sports. People's endorsement deals go by wins and losses, and people's uh, um, uh, appearance money gets affected. The subsidiary income is directly tied to, th- to the success of the franchise. So, And he's a huge part of that. This guy is responsible for over 35% of the offense on this team, the offensive production. That means the linemen who block for him. If you block for an inferior back who doesn't get that extra two yards per carrier or two yards in a big down situation that gets you the first down, that leads you to the touchdown, you, you follow where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So this guy has a, a direct correlation to the success of this team. Uh, you don't want to mess with that. You don't want very large men sitting in a close structure, uh, structure called the locker room being angry with you. But they're already mad at him because they say he makes too much money and say, well, you make double what we make. And and, and one of the things that you can equate to that um, all the time with consistency is all is forgiven when you win. <laughs> you know True. I mean? So if if they win... 14 games this year and lose two. You think anyone's going to remember what happened at the beginning? But if they lose two in a row because he's not there, like close games, no one's going to forget that. And you can start a ball rolling. You know, the uh, I remember Jim McMahon had a, a little bit of this um, when he was with Chicago. They had that great run. They finally won a title again in like 86. And, you know, he was a bit of a troublemaker in the mm-hmm. locker room. And he had a very contentious relationship with... Uh, um, with Mike Ditka, and and because of that, after a while, the shine wore off of him winning the Super Bowl, and they were like, "Look, man, can you just shut up and play?" Uh, and 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 I think they all loved Jim, but he was a bit of a handful in the locker room. Ditka, I know, didn't like him. So so, so then, what happens? Say he comes back on Saturday. Does that all go away if they if, win? Well, if they come back on Saturday. Uh, watch, he's going to have the last hurrah because it's against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So he's going to come back and run for 130 yards anyway because Cleveland's terrible. Yeah, Cleveland's a terrible team. The, the Pittsburgh has one of the best offenses in the game without Bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're that good. Now you throw him in the mix of playing. By the way, they have a pretty good backup to him anyway who's younger, but... You know, if it, there's the other risk that he takes, too. What if this kid comes in and rushes for 150 yards? You're going to go Le'Veon who? Yeah. Le'Veon who? Robin. What do you think, Robin? You know what? I daydream when you guys talk about sports. sorry. Wow. Isn't that terrible? You do? It's okay. I, I sometimes do too. I was thinking about corn mazes. So if, really. if I put, if, if I you put, talk about health, I could, I could. If I like, put tune like, in. the black things under my eye and came in the bedroom with a helmet on and wow. a uniform, I probably wouldn't daydream. You wouldn't daydream, would you? No, you'd be into sports, Different wouldn't sport. you, dear? Oh, <laughs> on that note, let's hit some, uh, let's hit some business and come back because we got a big, big next half hour lined up right here. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Is he on? Big Al. Yeah. Come on. Are we back? Yeah. We're back on. Sorry, I, I just up want on to you. say this, guy, because I got to go, but I just want to say this. I really mean this. This is not because you're my brother. You know, and they, 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 these guys, I'm not going to say that they're 
in negative integers personality-wise. They're not the negative common, but they're kind of at zero. You know, I mean, like, there's not a whole lot going on there. They're, they're very common mafia jokes. I mean, all this kind of crap. You know, they're, they're, they're not that clever. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know if good writing can help them. But you are the king. You're the king. You're the guy who you, you got the facts. You've got the delivery. I'm not just saying this because you're my brother. I mean, you're very good at this. And I mean, hopefully your show's going to grow. And by the time you get to where I think you belong in sports radio, those guys are going to be like bringing you your coffee. I mean, they're going to be like interns working for you. They're going to be out of the business and they're going to be like bringing you your, uh, uh, your uh, cinnamon swirl Danish and your coffee. Okay, guy? I appreciate that, brother. You know how much I love you and your support means a lot to me. Thank you. I think you're fantastic at this. And, uh, you know, and... Uh, and, uh, you know, it's great to have kind of a damaged, kind of hollowed out, kind of a, uh, like, semi-desperate sidekick like the mole there with you <laughs> to bounce off of. You know I, I, mean? I was just going to say. A guy that's really just destroyed as a human being. <laughs> I, kind of I play have, that kind of sidekick for you. You always need to have kind of a diminished sidekick. There. I have seven <laughs> siblings, and I've never gotten that kind of love from anybody in my family. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I come from a place called love when I say that, Mole, and you know that. Okay? Yes, yes. I love you. Okay? Yes, thank you. All right, boys, carry on. Carry on. All right, yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Bye. Unbelievable. Wow. The great Alec Baldwin supporting both the mole and his brother Dan. I might have to Not have you. that. No, I might, I, he doesn't. Even I might have her. to have that. We might have to lift that for the next week when we call into <laughs> those guys. How they're going to be getting us our cheese Danishes oh. and kind of like that. Like how that came out. I wow. am sweating through every pore in my body right now. Why? Because there was a lot. Like you, there was a lot of behind the scenes. To, yeah, of like that one. the connection wasn't working. He's pulled, he's two helped. minutes before we went he on the air. So, so in, in this radio station, do you guys ever go national like that? Have, does that ever happen before? No, it doesn't happen anywhere. Wow. Very, Only here on the Daniel Baldwin show. He literally, it was a disaster. Is the great one paint? Does, does the great one even know what we did today? I don't the great know. Ed Levine? Does anyone fill him in or you just don't even want to let him know that his radio station is going national and we're going to have A-list celebrities on the show and... He doesn't know any of it, does he? I, I can't tell him every time Alex is going to call in. He calls in three times a week now. That's great. Yeah, it is. It? It's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah, but we were on Levitard. That was it, big. We were cross-promoting. How I, are we doing on Twitter? Are people killing it? Oh, my it? God. Twitter, are they killing it? Twitter is claiming... I, I, I'll go through some of the people who are tweeting at us and who are tweeting it at um, Levitard. Uh, how am I supposed to get back to work after this radio gold? Uh, the Levitard show is the best... Uh, what a surprise. I hope the Baldwins win all year. Did not see that coming. Holy cow, that was great. Love the Baldwins. That was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Viva the Baldwins. Uh, I feel drunk. That was so funny. Uh, Daniel Baldwin has the best predictions ever. Uh, everybody just raving about it. You, and you may have even brought Stu Gonson. Yeah, I think you, you guys you? want, like, your brother's still going ham on him. But yeah, I think you what the Baldwins won them over. I yeah. think they were, by the end of it, they were in love with you. There was, the heart eye emoji would have been sent your way. What are you going to... Do you really plan on escalating this, or are you not... Well... Because I think right now it's pretty good. It, well, listen, listen. Re remember something. So when you take shots that are hard at somebody... Um, so, so you know, Alec has more of a... Um, well, listen to what he said. I, I listen to G, G class music and, 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 and sports talk while I do my bills at my kitchen table. So I listen to you guys every day. Mm -hmm. You know, so he, he puts it out there. Obviously, he's digging. He's hitting back. Remember, we didn't start this. 
Now, there have been a couple of ideas thrown around, as, as I have said in production before. There, there's a price tag on a couple of them. Um, I'm waiting to see. But, but here, here's the thing. For those guys to have a national show that represents ESPN that's in many, many cities around the country, to have, particularly Alec more than me, I, re- I realize that I'm not an idiot, you know, to have Alec more than more than I um, turn around and show up on their show, taking jabs at them, having fun with them, with a show that's of that genre, is of great value to them. Yeah. Now, they did not even, they didn't know Alec was. We threw Alec in the mix later on, and we were going to do this prediction thing. Provided they beat Colin Coward or tie Colin Coward, we're on again their show again next Friday. So that's going to be really fun. I'm sure I'm going to do, you know, at least four out of these five picks, and we'll see how Coward does. But... The reaction that I wanted to do, I went to uh, to uh, Coach Levine with, and uh, I don't, you know, I haven't seen any response from him. I don't know that for for him. I'm not sure if it makes sense to to spend thousands of dollars to do things that gives us national attention if we're not gonna. It's not gonna gain him money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I it's a business decision. So. There may be a few things that I do on my own anyway, even without it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. and, and one of them we've discussed. So look out for the potential of something big happening in the week or so to come. Well, I know what you want to do, and I think now you have to do it dressed as Nostradamus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, the fact that they heard you play your own imaging yeah. is something Did they're going to... Did you hear gonna... him screaming yeah. about that? Yeah. He got his own thing? Yeah. Yeah, you... yeah we actually have a show. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a whole show and everything. So. And I think that the, 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 the biggest honor was uh, is I think they realized that you do get their show. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We're being... Cornball. No, we, we. He's not taking Nostra Daniel seriously. <laughs> that imaging isn't because he really thinks he's Nostra Daniel. Right. Yeah. He's being goofy. Well, I'm having fun with, yeah. with, with with the material. You know, listen. I could give you when I got here, and this is not denouncing anything they do at ESPN or anything they do at ESPN Syracuse. But when I got here, it was today. The Jets lost 35-22. You know what I mean? It was a lot of. Reporting about sports. Yeah, it's dry. Sports radio can be dry. There, there was a. Uh, I, I listened to Axe some sometimes. He colors it up a little bit, but he's pretty straight with it. He's a pretty straight guy. You know, you can tell the personalities of the people talking about. Matt Park is Matt Park. He gives you the play by play. He gives you insight and 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 accurate information. But I don't think you have in sports the characters like we have on no. our show. And and it's become fun. People are listening to the show. And they're enjoying it, and they're having fun. I will tell you this, and Josh knows this to be true, as we are uh, patting each other on the back here. Go that ahead. This, this is the sports show I always wanted to do, like, at this station. Like, this is, I've wanted to have a fun sports show at this station. And when you first got here and were doing it, I was so upset that I had to sit in my office and not take part in it. <laughs> and, I, and, and I went in and stuck up yeah, for you. yeah. I lied and said you were really good. It's a mutual love fest that's happening here. Oh, it is? That's you love forever. Alec. Mm-hmm. You love of Alec. This stupid I, show. I know where my bread's buttered. That's right. You know where you're moving on to. Yes. I enjoy doing this. I, I don't even had, care about sports. I want you to... How dare both you men? How dare both you what? men? What do we do? I have had to... I've had to... Well, Josh does stuff... Josh does stuff that he doesn't mean. Like I said to him... Uh, he, like, uh, And I, t- I take everything... Re- uh, about your show... Do you not take it pretty personally? Uh, always, always. Your yeah, yeah. show. It's yeah, a very okay. important thing. Great. So, so I go into Josh and I go, hey man, are you coming to Bristol with us? He goes, I'm not going to that. 
All <laughs> the trip to Bristol, just, just, he, but he left and spit it out like it was it was just crap. Yeah, like, but my reaction. What loser would go to that? No, like, why no, would the I, opposite. There was oh, no yeah, way. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Because it's a bus full of clients. There's okay. no way Levine wants me anywhere. Then near my them. favorite of all time from Josh, which he's going to know this one right away, mm. was when I said. Well, no. I mean, it's an hour show. It's not a real radio show. He goes, he goes I do a real radio And I went, Josh, my show's an hour. He goes, oh, no, but not your show. Yeah. Oh, no, but not your show. So shows that aren't on for three or four hours aren't real shows. They're just some crap I love this stupid hour. thing. It's fun. And I don't know anything about any of the sports you guys are talking about, well, but I have a great time. Now, right. I had to go into the great Ed Levine, and I had to go into him. And, and, and listen, he has infinite wisdom. Let's face it. The guy's been around the radio for a long time. He's done a lot of stuff. He's a content guy, which works to our advantage, I believe. He's not just a suit. He is the owner. You know, twisting his arm to do stuff can be hard because he's crunching the numbers and he has to do that. Um, but he does He does realize good content. And and going to him and telling him, no, I want Paulie on the show all the time. And he went, yeah, you, you, know, you don't want to let Paulie have too much. You know, you want to keep that, that leash tight. He's telling me. We, I st- the, there is something about me that just irritates him on the air. Did you, like, go after his daughter or do something really dumb? No. no Is no. this why he hates you? No. I, I've equated it. <laughs> I've equated not what's the reason, what's I a, am not. Co- go ahead, Josh. What's the reason, <laughs> he, what's the reason he hates you? Is it, I've is equated it his voice to a dog whistle. We don't understand why the dogs freak out when they hear the whistle, but the dogs freak out. His voice is the dog whistle to Ed Levine. We don't know why Ed freaks out. But he does. <laughs> but but haven't there been incidents like at public events where you just back in the day when you still drank? Did you like? Was there a time? Oh, when sure. You just, he, he doesn't help you, himself. By was any there means. a time when you just crushed him in front of somebody that that cost him some big deal? No, no, no but no, I can no. tell you. Well, I won't tell you the drunk one, but I'll tell you one. No, where there was a dr- the drunk one's public knowledge. The I, drunk one. I where... got drunk and almost got fired. Didn't <laughs> you go in and tell somebody like some other executive him and someone? What was the story? There was my two bosses and Ed and I were all out at a bar. New York and New York City, and I was drunk, and I told them that one of the people that was working here at the time stunk at his job, and that he doesn't work anymore, so he was right. <laughs> so, and then we were sitting up, and, and uh, I was told I would be, f- I'm about to get fired by both my bosses, and uh, so. we were sitting in his box up at the dome one night, and I'm sitting there, and Polly is sitting there, and we were sitting with another coworker, and the great one says to Polly. Uh, about doing a little extra work, he goes, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, I could you ha- I could have you doing this, and I, you know, I'll pay a couple extra bucks." And Polly says, "Well, you couldn't pay me any less." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at Polly and I go, "You do realize the owner of the company is attempting to give you a raise, and you just spit in his face." You know, it would be great. You know, it would have been great. See, that's why I have to write for Ed. I could help him with some of that content as well as he helping me. Um, I would have had a check every week, your same check, and they would have had Mike write you a check for two more dollars as a bonus check. <laughs> I would have given an hourly mm-hmm. raise. Mm-hmm. I would have given him a two dollar bonus check in a separate check. Yeah, different week. envelope every but, week. But see, here's the other thing: you know, as we talk about me on the air, I think Ed likes what I do off the air, like the fact that the radio station runs. You keep the trains on schedule yes, is what he says. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of sports that go on in this building that wouldn't be on the air if I wasn't. Does the one. he love that or does he love he could never find somebody to do what you do for the m- amount of money you have? A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> We're really late. Yeah, yeah. Right, we got right. It was a good show. Great show, guys. Great show. Back Monday. Have a great weekend.